narrator's notes. I love this conversation. This is why Beatniks, Bum Trips, and Bullshit is a comedy podcast. It's nighttime. I'm in a towel on a timeline. I've got to get to my girlfriend's and pick up some papers at the library, all in orderly fashion, because if I'm late, my girlfriend will disown me. I've got the events stacked up, and I'm perfectly in sync in my towel in order to be able to sweat in the sauna and gracefully get to the library, secure the documents, and make it to Santa Cruz within a timely fashion to appease her punctual nature. I have like a slew of bullet points, but then like uh, an overarching theme that sort of through lines them. At this point, Menendorf shows up yeah, yeah. to my house in the Redwoods. And then three kind of... He's not using a phone. That, and then and he comes in with gear into it. and the demands cool. of a guest. I'm shocked and I'm stressed and I'm not able to, uh, to adjust quick enough, but that's on me because I also want the glory and the gusto and the joy of interacting with one of my favorite people on earth. I fucking love this guy. And I've been developing a new podcast formula in order for us to have conversations that build on each other, creating musical cascades of points and alternating so that we can share. Share in the interest, but also get away from the bickering and the fighting. Our last few hangouts have dissolved into raby foam on the mouth of a rat as he yells at me about nonviolent communication and threatens to kick me off of his land when I say something that he doesn't like or if I get too personal and personal being anything questioning his motives and why he's on this ramp up that will eventually destroy his family and alienate all of his friends. But he's not quite there yet, and I'm trying again to podcast with him, and I'm excited about and this new formula. And ultimately what he's doing is just having no space for bullshit, and that's why I want to talk to him. He can feel, and he's calling me out when I'm not honest. He's letting me know is that I'm not real. To the now. His heart is completely truthful. I want this. his madness and his bitterness. I want to follow him into this place where he can live in the absolute moment of now. And I want to interact with that. I want to play with that. I want to learn from that. I want to become a better communicator. These trance drums are for you during this recording. You can wear them around your neck the whole time if you want. I recommend that you keep in mind exactly what you just said, which is that there's always sort of a background song going along with, like, driving the theme forward. So never lose the beat, Kyle. The beat is in you. If it sounds like the right moment to hit the drum to you, then you are right. And then just stick with that beat and find where your beat merges with mine, and then we'll be back to making music. So always keep that with you. Do the same thing that I was mentioning where if, if you start to lose me or you're like, oh, what the fuck is Sean talking about? Just start hitting the drum a little bit and that will be your inner rhythm. Have no doubt about your inner rhythm. And then you'll figure out how to synchronize it back to be something that kind of polyrhythms with mine. You see? 
are we in it to win it right now? We are. We are already 24 seconds or minutes. No, it's not recording. 24-24, it says on there. So here we go. We're going to yeah. try this new format where we each give bullet points and then delve into those points to see how they connect in some sort of framework of podcasting, conversation, musical, uh, improvisation. These chips and we're going to have arguments with each other. We're going to be petty and we're going to be glorious. We're going to go deep and we're going to drink orange hooch that Men and Dwarf has made. Thank you for bringing the prime roll. We're on the prime roll now. Did you just miss that? You need me to say that one more time? No. You know it's true. All the angles of a polygon mm. are 360 degrees. Oh, booyah. There's 365 days in a year. Yeah, why is it 360 degrees but 365 The ocean degrees? is 71% of the earth. Mm. Yet, how much is the percentage of water is your body? What's the answer? 85, 90, 95, 98? I don't know. January 1960. Mm. Two explorers, one of which was named Picard. His dad had designed this boat. It was a submarine. Picard was his second name, last name? Yeah. Called the Bathscape. He made a submarine? The father designed it, and the son went down yeah. to the bottom of the ocean, the Menandreas Trench. Oh, so the dad made the submarine, but the son gets in and goes down to the bottom of the Marianas Trench? That's thirty five thousand feet, six point five miles. Coming from a father who's thinking about safety in the twenty first century, you're gonna send your kid down in a submarine that you made, that you DIY'd. You got some balls. To the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, to the bottom of the ocean. Like the deepest depths because you wanted to see what was down there, or rather you wanted your son to see. It got down to 35,000 feet. That's 6.5 miles. That's the deepest spot in the ocean. The ocean is on average 2.5 miles deep, whereas land is 1.7 miles. So if you were it to melt be, all the land, a blue it planet. would be a blue planet. 2012, NASA sends a rover to Mars called Curiosity. Mm. Curiosity has been, been checking, checking out, out mega rivers in ants in ants in ants in ants thirty feet high and four hundred and fifty feet apart. Mega, mega ripples in ant egg what dunes? What Anti dunes. Hmm? And there, you couldn't see them from space. You could only see it from the rover. Mega ripples and anti-dune. What is an anti-dune? Anti-dune. That is. It's a collection uh, of sediment that is 450 uh, feet apart. 30 feet high. In the Gale 450 Valley feet apart on Mars. And this is an indication of four billion years ago, a planetary-wide oh, flood. Planetary-wide flood. Mm. A mega flood on Mars. Today, I'm interested in sudden annihilation. I am also interested in sudden annihilation at all times, particularly annihilation of the mind. I might have to add this to my bullet points, sir. I didn't have annihilation of the mind on my bullet points. 
All right, I need to do faster for my bullet points. That was three minutes. Wait, wait, wait. Excuse me, I have to add 0.6 to my bullet points. <laughs> I gotta get my bullet points down to a minute. Really? You just did three minutes and that was all your bullet points right there? That's pretty damn good, man. I'm gonna do six bullet points in under 30 seconds in a second. You ready? Yep. Let me write down the six one. Six. Um, immediate. Total. How did you say it? Annihilation? What did you say? Sudden annihilation. Yeah. Annihilation of the mind. Why would I want that? Um, I put immediate total annihilation. I'm just going to subcategory that to sudden because it's unexpected when it happens. We don't plan for it. Mononosh. AKA Mononosh. This is point six. Should I go backwards or should I start at point one now? One. Mm. Top me. I'll top you off. You ready for this one? Because we're going to be coming back to this all fucking night. I like it. Where's our fire, Kyle? There's no fire out here. Is it that hard to get some sticks together, Boy Scout? Number two. Number two. Stay primed. I liked when I rolled up and I was cultivating all of my different foods and my things that I had purchased. And I was like priming my body and getting my biological wave where I had a good roll of glucose. And I was getting ready to hit this as though it was a business meeting hard where I'm going to record. And I want to say things for the rest of time. Ideally, I want to spread knowledge to millions of people. But the only way that's going to happen is if the knowledge that I share now is primed. That's point two. Number three. three. Cultivation. What, what is cultivation? Oh. What does it mean? Oh, I like it. I like it. Point four. Yeah. Biological yeah. waves, baby. Shapes, Ooh. signs, rhythms, Ooh. frequencies. Ooh. Hurts, baby. Ooh. It hurts so Ooh. good. Give me number five. I don't know what I'm on now. Am I under three minutes? I think so. Number five is basically the Pentagon. The perfect. The pinnacle. The truth. The ultimate thing that we're trying to get to as far as I'm concerned. This is the height. This is the thing that I've been trying to nail down since number one day podcast. The categories of truth. Is it one? Is it 11? Is it seven? Is it duality? Is it two? Or is it a trinity of three? Is it one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven that we break truths into these categories? And furthermore, I say yes to all of them. They're all true. You can break it down into any number of truths that you want, and they're all true. And five boom. is the trinity of truths. No, no, no. Five is one of them. It could be one. It could be seven. It could be 11. This is my point number five today, but I have six points today. Point number six is yeah. immediate, uh, sudden, uh, total yeah. annihilation <laughs> of the mind, a.k.a. Mononosh <laughs> in Baba Lingo. Beatniks, bum trips, bullshit. Boosh, baby. All right. You're coming in good. You did three minutes. Boom! All right. Tied skimpy. I'm coming in. I you like this. You want to go this. first or second? Dude, this is such a good... I like that we have kind of a format now that we're following. Yeah, this yeah. Is, is way better. What do you mean first or second? On part of the 20-minute each subject? On the 20-minute each subject. Can you just here. tell me one more time, what does that mean to you? What is this point? Now we're on to the 20 minutes? Does that mean, like, Kyle's on the roll for 20 minutes on I'm these on the things, roll or? of 20 minutes... Uh, trying to sink out my star and then filter it down to it. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you go first, for the next 20 minutes, it will be kind of Kyle going through each of these things, 
Sean being interested, asking questions, listening, letting Kyle kind of take the stage and manifest the conversation for a while before it becomes my turn to do the same thing after 20 minutes. Layman speaking, that is yes. Mm. In the magical realm of what we will be creating, uh, this it, will be Jedediah and Men and Dwarf. Yeah, yeah, DJ yeah. Men and Dwarf constructing two Thank separate you. songs Thank you, that will be rippling me and my real sparkling name. the way that our night should be sparkling if mm. we're following the stars. So we each have bullet points. There is a constellation, but it might not be clear. In this 20-minute song, I will make sudden annihilation clear. Very nice. Jedediah. As you put your head down into the pose of seriousness and gaze at me with your ball cap, which I never had much respect for that simple shape of the hat, considering I think mainly that it's the American 21st century prime choice of all Western Coast men. But and this hat that I West see Coast tonight says oak. Hat. This says oak with bad stars on both sides. It's black. It's my gray. My son's middle name is Oak. And I'm ready to ride with this conversation. Yes. Give me yes. a 20, dude. I'm ready to roll on it. This, how do you want to phrase this? This is, this is uh, Jedediah's 20 subjects? Is that what you're calling it? This is the destruction of Zara Hamia. Zara Hamia? Zara Hamia. Is that different? That's not Zarathustra. A it is Zarathustra, the ancient Mormon city. It's in, uh, next to modern-day Ohio, mm. and the Mississippi River goes by. Zaharahamia is a city that uh, faced a civil war in uh, 85 B.C. Jesus had teleported to the locals and had inspired them that the wouldn't. third day after his resurrection. He beamed down in this cascading beam of light, and it only took... Well, less than 85 years for the people to engage in a civil war. Tsar Haemia had a sudden annihilation, a civil war amongst the people. And it is said that the battle lasted one day, one night, ah. and one day. Wait, wait, wait. So that's uh, 24 hours plus whatever daylight was at that time. So something like 30 hours, 36 hours? Yes. Yes. And mm -hmm. then after that, everything had changed. Mm. When One 30-hour showdown. Yes, yes. Mm. I'm into the idea of battles that cause change suddenly. Battles? Like a war? Like a full-on This was a civil war. Brother on brother. Mm. Plato, in his description of the destruction of Atlantis, had said... That it was one day and one faithful night that the entire city was wiped out into the ocean. Wow. I'm taking a moment to describe the scene because Menendorf here has his... <laughs> his, his, his I uh, sound like I'm just listening, but really I'm gazing intently at the Encanto as though I'm in, inside of a brilliant wine shop of a brilliant... Um, um, he has his George there's Washington there's wig on here. underneath a beanie while he's in his <laughs> robes and uh, ponchos. And his wine bottle is so big, it looks like it would be a crystal that could stop uh, um, Superman or something. I'm, that, uh, I'm holding it at my belly, and the bottle extends all the way up to my lips. Oh, it's a an esophagus amount. Maybe it is. The full spread on the bar tonight, we're podcasting we're field recording from the ostrich tea and tavern 
is... Can I pour uh, into this for you, sir? Blue um, on blue? Yes, please. A dash. A dash. Blue on blue. Then you pour your dash, because this is for you to finish. At any rate that you finish it. The recording is set up amongst my collection of, uh, of field crystals. And um, abalone shining like brilliant rainbows made of metal. Plus a black hatchet that may be thrown at any time. You put in the black hatchet under Which the Which Jedediah took away from me, I guess, because my hands are dirty. <laughs> it's not my hatchet. I gotta return it to my girlfriend tonight. Uh, it's not my hatchet. Hey, dude, don't mess with my brother's hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> it's my girlfriend's hatchet. Beautiful purple crystals are strewn about the recording device. As are a few small frog, frog replicas, several quartz, smoky quartz found from the ground while returning some sort of animal that travels through the earth. And then uh, a whole grocery list of baskets and concoctions, including some orange juice that Menendorf had made and collected over a week and fermented into hooch that he is dispensing from a bottle that is about a gallon, but it is also a baby bottle. So it's like a man-sized baby bottle. It's a cow baby. It's a baby bottle for a calf. So it's it's like oh, it the size is a baby it's the utter it's the utter size it's like a nipple it's a it's a red rubber nipple on a white plastic bottle uh, and the thing about the nipple is it's the size of a cow's nipple so oh. it's made for a baby calf to be nursing off of this bottle and yet this is what you I've been I've been toting this around and drinking all of my bulk liquids out of this bottle. I find it to be highly superior in many utilitarian fronts. It's quite embarrassing. It helps to crush my ego. It not only is utilitarian, it also has a lot of weird emotional things happening while I drink from it because I'm constantly sucking off the nipple. It's really a great role. I like this. It's good cultivation for me. But I digress. This is not my 20. And I don't remember how we got here from what you were talking about, which was quite epic. And now we're talking about my Nyenya. I'm talking about anti-dunes and mega ripples. I don't know what this anti-dune is. It's on Mars. It was formed from floods. Zari Hania. Mega rivers in Zara Hania? Zara Hemia. Zara Hemia. That's in America. That's in America. That's yeah. in uh, uh, Ohio. Next to the Mississippi. I'm talking about the destruction of Atlantis. I'm talking about the uh, eclipse that happened last weekend. How you yeah. can have the sudden annihilation of of the moon. Something can come. A, a battle can come. Some sort of okay, sweeping so cascade. Is the sudden annihilation. The eclipse yes. is like, this yes. thing exists. Everything's going along. I watch the rhythm of this thing. It comes, it goes every 28 days. But wait a minute. It's what the, the hell? Change. Whomp, it's just not there. Oh dear God! Is it? Oh, uh, to believe. Oh, okay, it's back. Okay, it's back. In again. sudden transformation, to know that it's possible. So many things are seeds we plant that grow over yeah, time. Yeah, they kind of. It's almost like they want us to believe that that doesn't happen. happen. It does happen. It can happen. They want you to think it's that it's not very possible. common. It happens. It can be radical. It happens in a rhythm. Different people have different rhythms for that radical and unexpected and sudden change. Yes. Total change. And I'm in my. That's what. Thank Thank you for pointing that out, Jedediah, because that's what's going on with me right now. You're talking to men and to many Menendorf at like the third or fourth or fifth one of these that has happened in my life. 
And I'm old enough and mature enough and adult enough now to recognize that I'm hitting it right now. This is my acceleration. This is the sudden change. It's like a three-month window for me, which is quite sudden in the scope of the last 10 years, which is how long it's been since one of these has happened. Yeah, you're going through a cocooning. You're having massive cocoon like some now. Sort of you know, it's interesting. Boring. I don't mean to dive too much into my personal shit. Not boring, but what is it called when you're born? When you're born? Yeah, when you're That's born. That's definitely not boring. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty exciting moment. Uh, you're okay, born. Okay, we gotta get back to you're Mars. We're gonna run out of time. I, all right, wait, wait, wait. We're, let me just flip this switch real quick, and then we're gonna jump to Mars. The thing that I'm just hitting on is that this thing for me, this acceleration, this radical change, yes. for me, it hits hard every like decade-ish. But what's weird is I'm noticing there's definitely a subwave every five years, like half of that. Because five years ago, right now, I was also peaking, but not as hard as I'm peaking now. Yeah, I've been noticing this in you, and I've been. I want to get into the tr- the transformation my, my fi- that you're going through. I want to jump to what Mars. Is kind of feeding yeah, yeah. it. And thank what you for seeing that. Thank making you for, it happen. Thank you for bringing that to the table of what's happening in the conversation, because you're talking on this podcast to a person who recently has been described by all of his friends and family as being in a manic phase. I don't know if I told you this, Jedediah, but I talked to a psychotherapist recently. Yeah. Like a counselor. Yeah. And I just talked to him for a few minutes, and I busted a little bit of ecstatic singing on him without him oh, like knowing what that was going to be. Session? Yeah, on the it was just a phone. It's like a preliminary <laughs> phone counseling session. Oh no. So this oh, guy, no. you know, before too long, is yeah. like, okay, and I think that we need to. Um, have you do a, a higher level of care. You might need to do a psychiatric review. You need to go down to the county and get a psychiatric review. They're probably going to have some medication for you. Like an I'm, album review? Because I'm pretty sure that you're in a manic phase. I think you're manic right now, he said to me. Then I turned him onto the Ecstatic Singing website and I told him he should check it out. Because that's what's getting me high. Anyway, Mars. We're going to be there soon. And I don't know where you're going with Mars or what the Mars dunes have to do with your role. And I don't mean to jump in or presume anything. But I will say that there's quite a fascination with outer space. They're trying to get everybody tuned into outer space helmets. I got this. I got you this. You got this. Roll me. Rolling. Elon Musk taking us to Mars. Did you see all those? Mega before you jump. Did you see all the, the lines of gone. satellites? The lines of satellites? Gone. Did you see them? Go on. The lines of satellites that launched the other night? Yeah. Mama and Bay and I, uh, Ma, Graham's Lois and Bay and I saw that line of satellites. You can't do it. You can't do it. We had a structure. That was five, dude. I hit the five. You just got overwhelmed by my last. See what I did? One, okay, two, we had three, a four. Now it's yours. Go. Okay, okay. I stepped on your one. You don't like it. You're white. <laughs> okay, so five so that we know what five is. <laughs> no, is. no. My rhythm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was get it, still, but I'm just the listener might not know you what were, five is. Because you got just so to the ready. Listener, what okay, five is? All right, all right. Here's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you, sir, got so ready for your one, and you were so convinced that it was on your one. These are rhythms. They're beats. Yeah, They're this meters. is rhythms. This is one, meters. This is two, beats. But three, we're applying four, them to conversation. Five. We're applying them to conversation. Jedediah thought it was the turnaround. In the culture that Jedediah is born into, I argue, it's quite rude to talk over someone's turnaround. But in my culture, it's not. So I just had mm-hmm. one point to make solidly on the top of your one. And now I'd like you to continue as though we had not had to stop and do a whole side rail before you continued that one to two. And five is the threshold. Five is when I'm done. That way it always layers. I'm doing four or five, you're doing four or five, and we're Boom. always hitting it. <laughs> It's not like a turn for turn. It's not like I stop and you start. 
it's always layered a bit. That's why I'm, that's part of why I like that five rhythm. I got deep African soul. It's five, it's seven, it's 11, it's 12 sometimes, but sometimes it's 10 too, bro. Now hit me with your two. We're going to Mars. We got Elon on the table. G-Lo, Bay, Oak, and I saw the satellites blasting off like 30 of them. 30 of them. I thought it was a UFO. Grams was there. Bay was there. I was like, hallelujah, because I didn't know what I was seeing. You didn't see it. Elon Musk just launched another 30 satellites that helped to improve radio frequency reception around the world. Hit me with it. Google's also, they released their Wi-Fi over some areas in uh, hot air balloons. I like the idea of them going like a bit retro, where they're not just satellite Wi-Fi, but they're just doing it hot air balloon transmission. You start covering a continent with hot air balloons and you get your Wi-Fi going. Will you build one with me? That was one of the wild not the, ideas. Not the transmitter, but just the hot, the air, hot balloon. air balloon. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go to hot air balloon I would definitely you. go. You mean with me? I don't know. Would I you have... build one for yourself and race me? Okay. Okay. <coughs> if um, I just don't know if I would believe that f- you wouldn't pop it. That's what I'm saying. Okay, just but for the sense, of if where you it can would believe go in the wheezing of this, you- of the <coughs> balloon, <coughs> Jedediah. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Cheers. Yeah. If you can believe in a father who would believe in himself enough to DIY. A submarine to take his very own blood, his kin. Was it his firstborn? I ask you. I don't know. But down to the Marianas Trench. The Picards. Then, sir, believe in yourself enough to design a hot air balloon that would withstand the neighboring company of Menendorf's hot air balloon, which may be riddled with jagged glass, which has been mortared. And then painted on to all the surfaces, such that if you make a hot air balloon out of cob, such that if you bat, if your if your hot air balloon is so much as to accidentally crash into mine, empowered by if yours is made out of some tents and things, then it will smash into mine, which is covered in sharp razors everywhere. I just found an old parachute just later while picking up leaves. I was like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Hit me with it. When they went to the bottom of the Mediterranean Trench... I can't believe they did that. They did it. They did it. It's just the sun, though. If it was both of them, I could see it happening. But I would be so nervous being that dad at home, like, on the walkie-talkie. What does the gauge say now? Does the pressure still okay? He's gonna come home soon. He probably, if he had sent his son, he probably had complete faith in design. He probably was just that's what I can't. I would never get to that. I mean, I would only get to that point if I'd already been down to the Marianas Trench first and then let my son. Point because it showed how much water is on the Earth, and the idea that all of the Earth could fit inside the ocean made me think about that the planet is ocean, that it is a circumference of ocean. And on Mars, with the Curiosity rover, where it's going through the Gal Valley, and it's looking at the anti-dunes and the mega ripples. Those are the formations that they could not see from space in telescopes. The rover had to be on the ground, and they've been really? compiling data That's interesting. since so they didn't 2012. Know about these until and they at got Cambridge, they have analyzed these. They needed street And view. they have seen that they are at, on average, 30 feet high and 450 feet apart and when they, they compare dunes mega dunes their inverse dunes 
Mega ripples. Mega ripples. <laughs> because it's a ripple that is in the dune, caused feet by high. caused by some kind of flooding slash wind phenomenon. or anti dunes. <laughs> and that that's it the, is. Yeah. It's a dune that goes into the ground. Mm. So the whole what is a ground dune? Okay, is first going maybe up sir, and down. Can you define what a dune is? Yeah, a dune is uh, like a collection of sand that reaches up. It's whereas the sand gets pushed because on itself it's getting blown. and creates an upward wave. Yes. So the, the sand is sort of doing the same. the descending part that goes down beneath. So and the, so when they compared what, these... Uh, Formations that are per- that occurred. Do you see it? The I, what I'm trying to. I'm just trying to make a connection because I feel like I'm making too many connections, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. They're fucking exotic names. That's what drew me to it. I was just the like, dune and the anti dune. So not only does dude. it have that sort of sci fi, like I can see the worms jumping in and out. Plus, they're talking about the spice melange, which expands consciousness and is the most precious substance in the universe. So mm. I see all mm. that in the dune terminology mm. and the anti dune. Mm. But what I'm curious to just check in on, and I don't know this scale of your knowledge about it but you said that a dune is basically a sand wave caused by like winds and other weather phenomena and it's piling up on itself in a similar manner that the water does at a much faster rate due to just the moon and other gravitational shifts so we've got these waves hitting the water hitting the beach the sand is duning up meaning waving up at a different sort of a rate. So you've got this sort of standing sand wave called a dune, like I've seen as I drive past Oregon, and it's like this huge wall, right? And there's that big kind of crest of it, and then maybe there's all these little ripples off of it, just like the water does when you've got Mm -hmm. your, you know, like mm-hmm. sets coming in and mm-hmm. you know that seventh wave is going to be the biggest one if you're watching and counting or maybe Ooh. it's the 11th i don't know i don't yeah. i don't always know because it's a bit of, of a truth. lore and you can, it's kind of hard to tell which wave is which when you're counting waves in the set right so I these sand dunes are happening but Lots tell me again so the in the anti-dune is always going to be next to the dune so when you're talking about these anti-dunes on mars it's always right next to a dune do i have that right it's like dune, anti-dune, dune, anti-dune, dune, anti-dune. Yeah, it's an undulating effect. It's an undulating it effect of dunes and anti-dunes. They water. couldn't see it from space. Mm-hmm. Why not? I think you just needed to be closer to notice they didn't, it. Oh, because it, like it was 30 feet tall? It's, it's like also a 30, they've been looking at this if stuff I was for on, several years. It's like they compiled the data and started seeing it. It was some, something that wasn't clear right away. They had to look at the data and start being like, oh, wait, these are patterns. There's something happening here in the rocks. And these uh, are patterns uh, that weren't just on Mars. They were something that they recognized on Earth. It's You can see it on Earth where there are occasions of great floods. And when they started scoping out the math on it, they had concluded at Cambridge when they got all this data going on that this was a mega flood. The product four billion years ago of what they hypothesized was a fucking huge asteroid hit Mars, melted the water that was there, frozen, and created an environmental, uh, what is it called Um, when uh, things melt and become clouds? Like evaporate and become clouds? That's a great word. Uh, it's not convergence. It's uh, state change that you're talking about. What is the word for state change? It's when it, it things, was a uh, sudden annihilation yeah, of the atmosphere to become what was no water into clouds. And it rained and flooded and possibly covered all of Mars with uh, 
with an ocean and then this ocean flowed through and so for a day or two mars had an ocean and it created these ripples and for four billion years they have stayed exactly the same wow wait because there's no wind on mars there's no wind they don't on think, mars don't, they don't think those little grains of sand or whatever it is are getting blown around they're just staying exactly where they are because there's no force there that yeah there's no them. atmosphere there's no there's wind. no atmosphere that's well, I, strong I enough on Mars. That. I don't know about that. There's not a strong atmosphere on Mars. I thought there was like wind and like weather patterns on Mars going on. Yeah, maybe there is. I don't quite know. I did read the Mars trilogy: uh, Red Mars, Green Mars, and Blue Mars. Each is a series, and a very very wonderful trilogy about terraforming. Um, so I have a bit of knowledge about that. I want to say there's some atmosphere, but it's just a lot less. But I could see that the atmosphere would be low enough that the grains wouldn't even really be blown around like we see happening on the dunes in Oregon. Man, that's pretty wild to think about the placement that happened within those couple of days on that planet. This violent storm, this flood, this warfare of elements coming through an entire planet that basically represents warfare to us now. Astrologically speaking, we look up and we see Mars and that is the planet of war. I think, right? And it was created by something that to us seems... Or is it Mercury? Mer- Mars or Mercury? One of those is war. That seems so giving. Water and rain. Like the first yeah. time it got rained, it well, and created so an ocean. When I'm going about my yard, and I'm doing my day, and I'm doing my chores, and I'm putting things down, and I'm picking things up, and I'm sweeping, and I'm doing all these different things, and I'm probably unconsciously creating a bit of chaos in my wake... But I'm also at least somewhat attempting to create some modicum of zen around me as I go. So there's a bit of art and beauty, too, in the flow of it all. Hopefully more so than the chaos. I love that. I love that. That's some of my favorite things in life. So it's this recognition that I pick stuff up and then I put it down. Yeah. And if I put it down in a better place than I pick it up, and it's going to sit there for better. a while. Are things better? It's like this uh, temporary savior, right? It's a temporary moment where I feel that I've made a difference and that I've made something beautiful. And even if that art only lasts for 30 minutes before my wife comes up and quote unquote cleans up after her husband, it still was there for her to see it. And even if she didn't know it was art, she thought it was a mess, it still hit her subconscious and it may cause a dream later that would create some unveiling of latent truth that could place a grain of sand on Mars. As your wife cleans up your mess, she is the sudden annihilation to your art. Zaraharhihem, the city in in Ohio in 85 BC was destroyed in a civil war. Atlantis was destroyed by a wave. The moon can be erased in eclipse. And inside of us, there are processes happening that can make sudden change and we can either help or get in the way of them or mutate them or pervert them. Oh my gosh. He's just had a fur that he uncovered to a white sheet. Can I tell you where I got this fur, sir? And inside of it is a living being. (coughs) Probably a rat. Got a rat on the table. Two rats. Two rats. Mm. Two rats inside a cage. They got a water thing, and they're living. They're, they're cuddling. They're, they're cuddling. pretty stinky. They probably need to be cleaned out a bit. 
Eh, it don't smell too bad. Hey, you guys, you know, still have good water in here. And I have a sandwich for you that I found on the sidewalk in Santa Cruz. And no human would ever want to eat it. But you guys are going to be stoked. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> here it is, right next to the uh, rolled gold pretzels thin bag that was next to the next to it. I didn't have a bag, but then I did. Ah, uh, here we are. Let's see if anybody's hungry. Benador's feeding his rat companions. I'm feeding them some ground score pesto toast. There you go, you guys. Is that yummy? What were you doing it? walking around with your rats today? You know, I never brought them out of the car until this moment. I brought the rats with me to keep me company in the car as I was driving, and I'm trying to humanize them. Yeah. Um, so I just saw who wanted to come with me today. These were the rats that decided to come. I have a couple of boys. I think they're both boys, so I'm getting some boy rat energy today. Yeah, yeah. I like the rat energy. It's good, because I am a rat. The more rat energy I get, the more I know myself. I've been thinking of that this year because us all 1984 kids, this is our year. I would urge anybody to look up their Chinese animal year, figure out what they are, and get some kind of an animal that's as close to that animal as they can. If you're a snake, get a snake. If you're an ox, get a horse, or a donkey, or a mule. If you're a pig, get some pig. Mm -hmm. Whatever you are. Has it been working for you? Dude, it's so been much. Up your I, I mean, business. I'm leveling up on all fronts, so it's this kind of like implosion effect, right? Like when a balloon explodes, right? That sudden yeah. change that happens. Yeah, we're in our relatively. Balloons. If you're if you were watching a video, I made of parachutes and tents. You, you know how they're that made of cob and glass. <laughs> <laughs> These balloons suddenly explode. If you were like tuning your video feed. So that the exciting part, the explosion part, was like primed in and you were like, yeah, I get to see all the little rippling tiny parts where the rubber, you know, blasts into triangular pieces and fractals out into a million things. And then suddenly I see where all the imperfections in the balloon were, you know, and it's just like, it's like it's super, slow motion super, super explosion. slow motion, right? If okay. you were watching like it those. like that and you're watching the whole thing like that, yeah. from the beginning of this dude blowing it up with his lungs, As the that way would be a boring video. See That'd be a really boring explosions video. Explosions in rock. That would explosions be like a 45 minute less. video. And then you'd get like 30 seconds of the golden when it finally blew up because it took fucking like a millennium for this guy to blow this balloon up. But you can see it in geology. With I'm saying the if you tune it to ripple, that part, you right? You can watch the explosion. Yes. Slowly yes. And it's just exactly. There. Thank you. Bring us there. You're so right on with what I'm saying. And so this is my point. When we're tuning our biological waves, we have to be aware of when it's time to be slow, when it's time to be fast, when the consciousness is lit, when it's not, when we're just like sleeping or relaxing, or it's time to just like kick back and an hour turns into five minutes or three hours turns into a, a, a cat nap. It doesn't matter whether we're going fast or whether we're going slow, we just have to be aware of where we are on the biological wave and when it's time to explode. What bullet point is this? When it's time to explode. It's not one of my bullet points. When it's I time to explode. Uh, this is biological waves. Biological waves. Then you turn it down. You do whatever you can to like tune in, dial your video so you get the maximum extent of that explosion period because you don't want to miss it. You'll blink an eye. Oh, see, so you're saying to retard, to hibernate we have before the, ability. the explosion so that you can what, We're always it tuning our video feed. We're always tuning our radio in. We're tuning the dials up and down. 
We're not always operating at the same speed. We have an ability to like not drink coffee right now so that we could drink it later when we really do want to be primed. Oh, to adjust whatever it our is energy levels. And I bring it all up because in the scope our of the ways. last in the scope of the last decade of my life, I am right now the exploding balloon. You see what I'm trying to point out? What is exploding? It's the it's the it's the flood that happened on Mars for four days, and then the sand hasn't moved for how long? Four billion years. That's what I'm saying. It was a sudden release from the asteroid too. That it wasn't like the water came from space. The water was on Mars. It yeah, was the water was on Mars. Something happened. Like it was like on methane the methane. And well, do you know what that flood was caused by? It was caused by the asteroid hitting the asteroid. An asteroid was hit the planet so big that it created a heat rupture the explosion heated all of the uh all of the innate it wasn't like the plant was covered with water water was in the rocks it was frozen and the and then it was heated up and it, how much this is like moon pop lore you know moon yeah pop album lore is totally well that's how people say that the that's why i'm not too sure of this theory because they say that's how the ocean came to earth that it came drop by drop on like asteroids and comets and just like bit by bit then there's gonna be an ocean but to me that seems like bullshit it's like the ocean doesn't come that way but what they're saying on mars is that it was there the whole time it was just in the rocks it was in the ground the explosion came and for just a couple days, they had a water cycle. It evaporated, evaporated. It participated, it precipitated. It became an atmosphere of rain and methane and whatever gases and chemicals are there on Mars and the rocks. And then a torrential downpour, it came down. Yeah. And you can see the ripples today in the rocks. You can still see the explosion. That was so prime when you pulled that in, because that's the exact thing. To us, that looks like it's not even going anywhere. But to the rocks, they're probably exploding. They're in the act of the orgasm. They're getting oh, the height of vibration oh, those rocks are. That's where rocks are at. They're at a different rate. So they're primed up, rolling as mountains as hard as they can. It looks boring to us. They're fucking making planets happen and loving every second of it. They're in rock town. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Rock Town, as far as I understand the spiritual growth of the hierarchy of things, is definitely the bottom of the totem pole. So I'm not like trying to praise Rock State, but everything is God. There's no denying that. Yeah, I mean, if they're in the lotus part of the totem pole, they definitely have some of the most intelligence because you throw a rock mm. and you they know, know it's the fundamental know thing. Where to go. They know the fundamental thing Rocks more than anyone. Integrate with ubiquitous processes in the universe with complete ease. A rock will fragment on Mars the same way that it will fragment on Earth. Or at least that's what we hypothesize. This is very nice. Very good, sir. You've pointed out something phenomenal, you realize, because as I'm sitting here, you know, doubting the importance of the bottom of things, the stone stage, the most fundamental of spiritual entities call it the beginning of reincarnation call it the beginning isn't that good i just had a sip of the orange okay you just sipping oh, the orange hooch, that's like dude. some by the way thank you for naming it i didn't know what it was called it's called orange that's hooch. so rank it's what it. rank it's so rank man it's stanky it's, it's stanky. stanky yeah it's got an after flavor because it's got that wild yeast 
Yeah. People aren't prime tuned to the wild. I like They're it. Not I used feel to it. alive. I suddenly feel more alive. I've had a sudden annihilation. I've had a sudden uh, illumination. That's interesting. Same you thing. Said. Annihilation, illumination. I just the same process. Okay. I love that you just rolled on that hard and you hit it like, I just feel more alive. I just had an annihilation. And I just want to pull that in and point that out because it's beautiful to me that you've pointed those two things dualistically right next to each other. Did I lose the rock, though? No. Because you're talking about the bottom of I didn't the rock lose it. and where, where it I goes. didn't lose it. I don't want to lose it. I don't know if we're on the three or the five right now, but my point is this. You're <laughs> right on. And I want to ask, before we move forward, I want to clarify and ask you, how could this, and take another sip, how could this thing that you're calling dank, stinky, delicious, that you smiled and jumped up when it bit you, but then the aftertaste was like, yeah, 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 yeah. This no, thing, no, no, I like it. It's whatever stinky, it is, like hyphy music. It is hyphy. It's it, like it comes from a place of funk. You collected these oranges in Los Gatos, and then you brewed it over time and did something kind of ancient in the human condition. You, you know, you made huge. And you know, the reason that it's got that dank taste is because I did not use a familiar yeast. If I used a store bought yeast, which would be quite inexpensive oh. by American standards, I could have spent like 30 cents and put a yeast in it that your tongue would recognize. And it wouldn't have quite the same hit of like unfamiliarity, you know, but because I didn't do that, because I let the wild yeasts that exist within the pulp of the orange itself that are made for fermenting itself. It's like, it's almost like the alcohol is latent in the orange. It will turn to that by itself. If you just let it fall off the tree and sit there in the field. Oh, it has its own. Illumination. That's what it's going to do on its yeah. own. If you don't like take your yeast packet and throw that in. So your yeast wins the battle before the other one that was natural could even take place. So this is all natural and it's all over Los Gatos. Cause this is a mix of like 15 different trees or something like that. You went and picked the oranges. Mm -hmm. I picked like two or three oranges or That's lemons. Old school Los I picked Gatos. citrus went back from all over Los Gatos. All over, it grows so private. Yeah, that's, that was the old school. When they, everybody this, showed up, that's what they this found. It's not citrus even, trees. This is not Orange even really grows. like in season right now. And yet they're all in season. They're, they're all ripe up there. Actually, yeah, they weren't, they a, weren't all right. Ripener. It was the trees that were like, you know, the prime sun exposure. And on the southern side, they were giving me some ripe fruit here and there. And yeah. like the north side of that tree was not giving too much fruit right now. But the trees that were not in prime locations, I didn't pick from. Because I was like, oh, they got a lot of fruit, but they're not ready. They just didn't even take one. It's one of God's gifts is oranges on Christmas time. Mm. Oranges are a winter fruit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. How is that possible? It's so weird because they feel like they would be a summer thing along like with lemons. Oranges, but I want to hit the rock bottom. We got to hit the rock bottom because right now we're at the fruit. If I'm going to ask you this, if rock is one, yeah. what is fruit? Three? Because if because if rock is one and fruit is three, oh, and like then a like hierarchy of levels. Yeah, and then like a llama is like five. Yeah. Then humans are like a ten, right? I mean, I see the and scale. And then God's like twelve. In that scale, I see it. I just okay. I'm just throwing out random yeah, numbers. Totally, totally. So we're getting down to one, but we were sitting there at at three to five for a few minutes, and now we're dropping back down to where we got, which is we were talking about the the rock. Yeah. Okay. And we got an illumination at the same time that we lived we became more alive right when we just died a little bit how's that because you drank the hooch tell me you're the one connected to the rock i became more alive as i died mm. how does the rock know that what is you how does that connect to this to the most foundational truth that we could summon from well, the rock knowledge they say if you're gonna get illuminated if you're going to have realization the process is the same as a dove rubbing its wings across the Himalayas 
and then rubbing out the Himalayas through a decomposition. Just fucking rubbing the mountains down one feather pass at a time. <clears throat> Yet the whole time, you would be rubbing the mountain. You would be there with it. Dude, I feel that rocks are fundamental because they're minerals and you got minerals inside of you and I don't see things as much as a hierarchy as it is a data spread. It's a constellation and you're just picking points of it and you're having your point of reference in that spread. I don't mean to cut corners on this, but did you just describe Himalayan like rock ripples as wings touching each other in flight? Yeah, yeah, the process. I just wanted to make sure I heard that right. Well, it's a metaphor on for what it takes to become enlightened. <laughs> this is why we're hanging out. It's a metaphor of what it takes That's to become enlightened. I, I don't need to say any more because this is what you did. For whatever reason, we were trying to get the rocks, the truth of the rocks out. But we're drinking hooch and alcohol, so we're hanging out around 3 out of 10 or 12. But we wanted to see what one was about. So we're hanging out on three and drinking our hooch for a minute and kind of getting bright-eyed. And then we dropped down on one as hard as we could. Like, we hit the beat. And what did Kyle do? He hit it to, like, 7, 11, 12 with some poetry bouncing off of the high end, showing us that one, the mountain, the rock, the highest of all rock forms, is, in fact, the bird, which is probably four or five, as they fly together through the winds and their wings gracefully touch, and the two mountain slopes realize that in fact, the anti-dune, which when it steepens in the Himalayans is not called an anti-dune, but in fact is called a ravine. This is an 18-side dice, you can they just roll it and that find the out ravine, where well, They realized that the ravine was not there at all, and in 17. fact, it was not one mountainside and another mountainside. Three. It was one mountain. They were one. It was like the bubbles in the ocean. Fifteen. Well, I was hoping for a one, but I guess I got there that with seventeen. Was pretty prime. I got though. there with a one. Tell me why the, the seventeen the five. was prime? Because I felt that seventeen. That seventeen is it? Because it's what? Did they, what's the date, by the way? Seventh. Seventh. That's why it was prime. Uh, uh, prime time. Hit me through you with your one through six. Oh, you want to see my one through six? Are we on my 20 now? Yeah, yeah, man. Hit me through. You got to time me on that because I like your rule. What, what time are we on now? Give me the... Show me that. See me up on that. Do you need... Have you been drinking your Encanto? I'm in. Is I'm it in. good? I'm, I, it's this good. Is a $10 bottle. Yeah, it makes sense. That's, that's a, a party bottle. bottle dude. Man. That's ready to go roll. Is that it's not ready like to happen. bigger than most wines and yet a beautiful bottle that's going to make beautiful light? By the way, I bought three of them. For the light spectrum that it'll increase. For the light spectrum. Imagine if you had three, right? That two of them would go this way and one of them would go the other way, right? Uh, Wouldn't that fit nicely together? There's some uh, Encanto bottles up on the rods here at Olympic Gardens. Could you maybe... Like this. Could you give me one? Because what happened is this. We actually need that one. We're Uh, one short. Well, they have one. We're one short. They have one left at Trader Joe's if you want to get it with the wine still inside for $10. I don't mean to. I don't need to rant my Trader Joe's rant on. I'll tell you that story. You just later. came from shopping. You're I still... just broke one of my Encanto bottles. I bought three of them. I broke one of them because I was rebelling against a society where it would have locking wheels to on make the carts. Art and then you just crashed it, or what? No, it was because it was because the lady was being so nice, and she put it in one of the like wheeled shopping carts, which they're trying to avoid using because then they have to desanitize them or whatever. They're not giving out that many wheeled shopping carts. 
Where you going that there's not supply shopping carts? Wait, so you broke into everybody, the store? Are, am I wrong? I don't know. COVID's crazy. It seems you like everybody's the using store? the hand carts now instead, like the you know, like the baskets instead of the wheeled, like big full-on thing. Because in your hands touching the same place. Look, that that you've been living up on the mountain so long that you're just now getting into COVID things. No, it's, it's not like that. you've been on the mountain like for keep fucking up. months, and you're like, "What's going on now?" You like I come dude, down, and it's like this whole bro, conversation just, just like pandemic. making a huge. It's we been just a totally, pandemic. It's we, been we're like drunk. We're not drunk. I wouldn't say we're drunk driving, but we might be drunk podcasting right now because we just took a huge U-turn. We just hit the culvert. I didn't. We're talking, about, talking, about, co- about, we're talking about COVID now, but I don't mind talking about COVID. No, no. Let's skip. I want to get into your six. Can we get a fire going? God damn, son. That's number one. That's number one. You know why it's number one? Because nobody will do what I say. It's a simple thing. Do you have any dry wood? What's your? Let me ask you this before we move on. Why did you say no? You're like, oh no, that's too much. Why couldn't we do it now? Why can't we pause that for three seconds? You show me where it's at. We'll relocate and I'll get the fire happening now. Even if we only make it for 20 minutes, that's not too much for me. I'd love to play with fire and get the crackle sound on the podcast for the rest of the show while I go through points two through six. Can you make that happen? I've got a lighter. All I need is a little wood and a place to burn. So you're into fire because you want the heat and you want the crackle? So much, dude. Why do you want the crackle? You, you want the warmth inside of you. You're still fighting. You want the warmth inside of you? You know what is a symptom of... Uh, of um, are you going to judge... Too much whippets? Dude, are you going to judge is my Is not being heat? able to maintain your internal heat, bro. <laughs> Do you know what is a symptom? You're on the wax side of your cycle where you can't do your own heat because you've been using your own heat within uh, um, Judge, fantastic parties. Judgment. It's not this judgment. Is, ah, go back on your recording. You just gave me the 20. How long ago? You're already jumping in and judging my role. You want to know why I was my partner right now. You're my enemy. You want to okay. fuck up? No. Okay, dude. Let's get in balloons. Let's, tumble. let's keep flying. <laughs> You think I'm cold, bitch? Let me tell you what you are. You got some kind of fear, poverty conscious that you won't even answer my question because you don't even want to look at that part of your brain. So I ask you again, why did you say no? Uh, the real answer is because of the the uh, the time and energy, mental space to make a fire. Yeah, you're fucked up. I asked for what I wanted. You said no because it was too much for you. It's not too much for me. Now get it now. That's not how it works. Yeah, it is. You're so wrong. It's not even true. Where's my fire? Point number two, stay primed. Are you primed? No. You think that making fire's hard. Where did you think that making fire's hard or complicated? Um. Furthermore, symptom of ego is someone asked you to do a favor. You are American. You don't want to be told what to do. So you say no. Nobody tells me what to do. Instead of just like, yes, I want to be of service. I will do anything you say. You're my friend and I love you. And I would do anything you said unless it was something that I thought was a really bad idea. off on loops on his uh, razor scooter. Engaging with fire is engaging literally with another element. That's why it's so important to do. Mm, mm. I can feel that. I can feel that. But that's also why it's a leap. So if I'm not in the, in the fire state... You don't have to be. All you have to do is trust that I am and give me the responsibility within your premium 
property here to trust that I'm not going to make a huge smoke cloud that gets the fire department called on us. And furthermore, trust that I'm not going to burn shit down. I've never seen you make a fire. If I'm around you making a fire, okay. more, then we true, can get Kyle. into that role. True, <laughs> Kyle. Wait a minute. Jedediah. True. But let me ask you this, sir. Is that the fear? Da, 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 da. fires. You gotta have made some fires before and have that. Uh huh. Let me ask you this, Jedediah. Do you know me enough to know what I do on Tuesdays? Quote me, sir. What my Tuesday gig is. The only thing I make money for. The thing that I make three times the money that my wife does, who's a five year licensed acupuncturist. Tell me. Uh, aren't you a, ch- a children's educator? What have I been teaching these kids for the last, like, 12 weeks? I'm assuming it's how to make fire. How to make a rocket mass heater. It's an advanced fire burning technology place. But believe me, I can make a fire in whatever you give me. Have you been making fires a lot? These yes. Days? Did you make fires Tuesday? Or yes. Tomorrow? Uh, you know what? I don't or have today. Cl- we, yeah. We're it's taking today. all it's of- Tuesday. Did it's you true. make a fire today? <laughs> Actually, no, because we're taking all of December off. So we're not getting very far into my points because we've never gotten past one or two. Two is stay primed. We don't have any fire, so we can't be prime right now. But I'm going to put these glasses on that I found, which make it so that every single light that I look at, which there's a lot of in this yard, somehow show me a rainbow heart, like a burning rainbow heart. I've seen a lot of diffraction lenses and weird things that people put on to trip out at raves, but this is the best one because literally every single thing I look at just looks like it's a glowing heart right now. I don't know where these came from. but My girlfriend got those for the uh, Tunnel of Love. You absolutely cannot borrow those, but you're welcome to wear them here. amazing for the Tunnel of Love, and I'll wear them for the duration of this podcast as I see fit. I like it. It looks so good with fire. Anyway, point number three. What is cultivation, Kyle? I mean, Jedediah. Cultivation is, to me, uh, brewing. It's something where you're uh, collecting and you're... But more than collecting, you're maintaining it. You're petting it. You're kneading it. Like you're putting your fingers into it. You're working it and you're listening to it and you're giving it what it needs. Aren't you an Eagle Scout? Yeah. Did they teach you fire? Yeah, dude. It's easy for you. Fire, dude. I'm just rubbing You got one it. thing that it. you didn't get. That's point one. Just no, going it's hard point into one. It. It's point that one. That is point one. That's why I'm rubbing it. Okay, okay, okay. Point four, biological waves. You got to rub it hard, especially when you're going to get the point across. You rub it so hard it gets a bit agitated, a bit uncomfortable, in fact. And then you break through and maybe it even feels fucking good when they rub it a bit more. And then they keep rubbing it and you rub it harder and faster and you squeeze it more and you rub it harder, fire boy. And you're talking about making fire or cultivating something? I'm talking about this whole six-roll wave because I'm on number four. And I'm talking about cultivation and I'm talking about biological waves. And number five is the categories of truth. So that's the whole point. But before I jump into that, because I'm not going to hit the point too hard, I'm a musician. Number six, mononosh. Do you remember what mononosh is? Mononosh is a shape. Nah. Nah. Maybe. What do you think a shape of mononosh is? Like a 17-sided die? Well, it was like a shape of the universe. It was some sort of like... I would say that if we're we're super used to six-sided dies, which is appropriate because I have six points that I'm trying to make here. Word. 
and then suddenly those six points you realized were just completely inadequate to really express the truth that you were starting to recognize, and therefore the six-sided understanding that you had fractalized and became 17-sided somehow, Whoa. and the six-sided die turned into a 17-sided die, then you'd be onto something, and you'd be getting closer to another fractalization or explosion or moment of great clarity or a warfare within yourself a where the truth is a rapid expansion a warfare within yourself where the truth was at stake and this truth was being kicked out by something new there was something that was jeopardizing it it was an invader to your truth it's rather uncomfortable it's like being in warfare when you hear something new is it true or not suddenly it's attacking a part of your brain that you had quite solid before it's rather uncomfortable you know to have some kind of a new idea come into your brain. It's like, like a Trojan it. horse. I, I love new ideas. They me feel too. So good. I like to dance with them. They yeah. never scare me because I'm always more powerful than they are. Are you? I don't know about that. Ah, Jay Baba. Then you don't know what's controlling you if you think you're more powerful than it. So, the shape of Mononosh, I dare say, is shapeless. It is not a 17-sided die. Mononosh. It is not a 99-sided die. Mononosh. It is not an infinite-sided die becoming onto a sphere, and nor does it recede back to a is single coin and or line. Is it you could put it is not a curve. string. It is not one-dimensional. It is not 11-dimensional. It, it is not zero-dimensional. It is. Is would, it an emotion? I would say closest to zero-dimensional because is it a state of zen. It's more like the void. It's Zen, it's peace, but Zen is beyond Zen because Zen is the flowering of creation from peace, I would say. Zen is, this, is the peace. Zen is total peace, and yet it's a peace Let's that is... Let's not get into Zen. I want to know what Mononosh is. Don't let me finish my sentence. Man. Zen is at peace, but Zen is also at peace with the chaos of the world. Zen is at peace with all colors and a fish jumping over the Let's rainbow. Let's get into Zen. Zen is yeah. at peace... <laughs> Zen is at peace yeah. when it's sitting there meditating on the shore and secretly it was wishing that it was God for the last five years but all it's been doing is watching the rainbow sunset and every what? night it sees the carp jump over the gate and turn into a dragon and it wonders this why does Zen? that carp jump over this the is gate? Is Zen? Zen's yeah. asking questions about carp? Zen is all about questions. Questions like stop the mind and make us think presently and wonder which is important for the brain to come to conclusions. And secondly, Zen is one type of mononosh because it's approaching, it's a calm, it's a, it's a point where we're touching regularity with the zero point in order for creation to occur because the truly creation comes from the zero point, the void point, which we've elucidated many times. I like this. I like Categories this. of zero to 11. Mm. The zero is mononosh. The infinite possibility. So right now I've got a roll going from I need fire because I'm kind of cold because it's the middle of December and yet we're in California so really we could wear shorts. It doesn't really matter. We're never going to get so cold that we lose our life force. I don't know how much time... Bro, I was just under the hose. You see how hard I just, just jumped? I'm going through the cycle hard. I don't know how many 20, much more of my 20 minutes I got left, but I love this structure right now because I'm hitting it so hard like music. This is a conversation that is in musical format for me. I don't know if you've picked up how hard I'm riding on that right now. Dude, it feels hard. Dude, it feels hard as a fucking balloon. Let's float. Boom, <laughs> baby. Okay, I like your floating. This somehow ended up mine, I think, because you're not playing them. Uh -huh. Mononosh... Tell Mononosh. me, tell me more what you know of Mononosh. I was wondering if you could cultivate Mononosh. Because yes, I think that you could. And it seems as if it'd be something that you almost should cultivate. Maybe, but again, I think you, sir, 
I don't know if we're on the same page about what Mononosh is. I don't know if you want Mononosh. Is Mononosh the zero point? Yeah. Is Mononosh it is. a porridge? A, po a porridge? Is it a porridge? As in... Like a portal? Or like a food that's As been... in both. As in both. Is a it... porridge portal. <sighs> it's something that is gooey and throughout everything that everything comes out of. Jamming at 126, bro. Mononosh exists at all points because it's between everything, most likely, and underneath it all. It is a porridge, then. Can I describe it in Baba's terms to cut to the chase? Cut to the chase, baby. Are we gonna be chasing? Mm, we are. Or we'll be caught. I have a. We will be caught. You do have a scooter. You know I have another one of these. <laughs> you do have a scooter. We've barely gotten into the neck of this in Kanto. Incognito. Baba says Mononosh is complete and total annihilation of the mind. This is, this is what Mononosh means. Are you for real? For real. Are we talking about the same thing tonight? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> Are we talking about the same tonight? Are we two rat brothers on the same subject that I we didn't even so... know we're both gnawing on each other's tail? Somebody's nibbling my tail. <laughs> Mamisa's is this data rat that I have here. Maybe he likes to come out. Anybody want to come say hi? Excuse me, sir. Do you think you might get some cheese if you come out? I bet you would. What are these rats' names? This big one here is one of the two dads that I have. Oh. This is Mamesis. Mamesis. The other one is Medesis. Medesis and Manesis. Yeah, I only have one here. And this Medesis little one, and Manesis. This gray one here is a baby who doesn't have a Good name Jesus. Yet. I know you don't want to come out. But you have to come out. It's time. You are diurnal. It's time to explore. It's your time to have a ratty adventure, sir. <gasps> yes, it is. I love you so much. Squeeze my face and call is on my head. Is mononosh a baba term? Yes. The rat likes to be on top of his head so that the tail hangs down across his nose. And then the rat reorientates himself so the tail is an appropriate rat tail as if he had a haircut. And he's taking a sip from this huge bottle. And then the rat comes and preens his eyebrows. Yeah. While he's orange. Dwarf has eyebrows while that he's... would be Instagram babe's dreams. Mm. Your eyebrows are so in vogue now. Really? That's yes, good dude. to hear. They like them thick. They like, they like them thick, them thick now? They like them thick and robust. Bus. Well, I'll tell you what, Mamesis seems to like him too because he's yeah, digging he's right in with his little like toothy eat kisses eating my eyebrows right now. Ah, <sighs> Baba. Baba says. So once what, the what mind, is Monodosh, though, I still not once there. the mind is completely annihilated. Oh, annihilation of the mind. Can you imagine having any goal? Can you imagine having any understanding? You would have nothing left of yourself or of your own control of any consciousness of any kind. At most, what you might have would be some type of an experience. But it would still be scant to even say that because really you're at the zero point, right? When you're at Mononosh. You've lost everything. You have no life. It's basically total suicide. If you've reached Mononosh, there's nothing left of your life. 
it's absolute void, right? Am I wrong? I experience it differently on my Rainbow Mars yoga tape that I do frequently in the morning. She starts the session with let go of everything that is not infinite. This includes your job, your friends, your worries, your happiness. Let your go of bodies. everything that is not infinite. Let go of everything that is Meaning not infinite. Meaning to be guided only by that which is totally the infinite? I think that it's a state of mononosh. She's saying let go of everything that's in your mind, including everything that you think is important, and hold on to only what would be left, which would be the infinite. Yes. So I think that if you annihilated your mind, you probably would get to a place... I mean, if you could conceive it, you would get to <coughs> a fantastic realm of infinite where everything's connected. I believe it. That's what I think mononosh leads us to. And in fact, I think that's what the Buddha was not quite telling us. Can I... Can I ascribe Shout out from to Rainbow Mars. Rainbow Mars? Rainbow Mars yoga instructor. Oh, really? Tell me more. Oh, she just leads the VHS tape that I watch. She is, um, she, she has these dope, dope yoga sessions that she filmed on the lava rocks out there. Oh, on the Hawaiian islands. Bummer. Wait, just, that, how do you do yoga on lava rocks? That sounds painful. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she's good. She's good. She's got like a little... She paused it? I mean... Wow, that's that's intense. I later learned that she was uh, fleeing from the Red Hot Chili Peppers personal yoga instructor as well. Reincarnated as Flea? No. Wait, you said her reincarnated as Flea's yoga instructor. No reincarnation this life. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm... Yes. Oh, I'm with it, you. It just made me feel good. That was one of my favorite connections to know that I had been doing the same yoga as we. Do you think... Or that we both sourced the same Rainbow Mars as being completely legit. Do you think that you could... Is it too, like, a... There's the clock we needed. That's what I'm trying to say. You have it the whole time. I. Why do you think it's here? <laughs> but gotcha. the question is, can you make it work? We have a broken clock is what we have. Oh, my gosh. In the meantime... As your friend in the American society that should be open and accepting to people asking favors and just doing what you say to do because you got strong eyebrows and you're asking for it, I will say, absolutely not. I will not fix your clock. There will be no fire and these clocks will not tick. You're just going to set your metronome because that's the thing that we got for kicks. You know, it's interesting that you ascribe this recent request of fixing the clock to something I that would be American. Because this is the one PCAST when we're trying to do it on paper. Huh? PCAST? Yeah, audio field recording. <laughs> podcast. I just think podcast oh, is P-cast. so lame. I'm trying to come up with oh, a, a better name. Title. Okay, but a PCAST just sounds like something... Oh, like field recordings uh, of yeah. the, I don't know if I can hang with that the, word. The, the arch. That just immediately sends my mind places that I don't want to be ascribing. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I feel that. I, yeah. Oh, look at this thing stops after a it little stops. bit. It stops. Uh, All metronomes I, need a little key turning. So, if you're in mononosh, what comes along and turns your key, winds your gears, and sets you going back on a beat? If you're in complete mind annihilation, how do you begin to get cultivation? And once you have cultivation, how do you then begin to establish waves? And once you have waves, what are you dipping into for your fire source to illuminate where you're going next? These are thoughts that are coming to me when I'm kind of thinking about what's happening on this list. It's every wave, man. It's every wave of consciousness. Consciousness is like a breath. It starts with the question, which is based in yearning Mm. and some desire that we have for fulfillment. 
some desperation because we're missing something and we're not complete. You have that every breath is hard. I have that every thought. That's no. the start of the thought. It's essentially a question. You think the question is not there fundamentally in the stone? I think that the stone has a great, great question that it started stones with. The are always yearning? The stone is doing nothing but yearning. That's why it's so strong. That's why it's so heavy. That's why it's so connected to gravity. That's why it falls downhill so readily. I think the stone might be concluded. I think the stone, the stone is ever reaching towards the center, and the yet erupting. Complete satisfaction. And yet erupting from the center because the molten heat murdered it to do so. Yeah, dude. <laughs> now, before I get too distracted, chamber. where was I? You know, in Mononosh, what then brings it out of Mononosh? Out of Mononosh. Yeah. Huh? Like, if like from Mononosh, it comes back? If you're an annihilated hmm. mind, what you're supposed to just say. Okay. There. Well, this is interesting. Because if one is, say, touching base with Mononosh in order for what we would get on the other side, like maybe a creative burst or some kind of a. Like we blew up like the balloon, so now on the other side we're like a new form, right? Attractive to achieve Mononosh in order to continue existing at a higher rate of some oh, kind. That's what you want to explore. Maybe that's what you're pointing out. On the other side. But my point is this, sir. It dangerous game. It's not worth Jim it. Jim Morrison proved if you're it doesn't work that way. Mon- if you're aiming through Mononosh and then you like over. Just okay. There. Well, this is interesting. Because if one is, say, touching base with Mononosh in order for what we would get on the other side, like maybe a creative burst or some kind of a, like we blew up like the balloon, so now on the other side we're like a new form, right? Attractive to achieve Mononosh in order to continue existing at a higher rate of some oh, kind. That's what you want to explore. Maybe that's what you're pointing out. On the other side. But my point is this, sir: it dangerous game. It's not worth Jim it. Jim Morrison proved if you're it doesn't work that way. Mon- If you're aiming through Mononosh. And then you like overshoot it, then you never touched it. You thought you maybe skirted around it. The mind. I think nah, this is a very critical mind. point. Please don't talk over my point. We don't want to annihilate the Play mind. Play music we if you need to make sound right now, LaDuke. This is the thing about it. Most of yeah. the time when people are claiming that they're doing any sort of touching of Mononosh and or the void state, where they're going in and they're meditating and they're like, oh, I dialed in and I touched in with the infinite. Anytime I say that that's happening, it's some type of an oversight. They're overshooting the mark a bit, or they're skirting around it, or they're doing some kind of a sacred geometric spiral where they're getting close They're not to... actually annihilating their mind. No. Yeah, probably not, yeah. No, they're just skirting it. Yeah. Right? They're dancing it hard, maybe even? I think people can get brain dead, but okay. not, you gotta get beyond your the brain purpose, if you really want to get The purpose that people keep missing it, they think they're getting it. Maybe they even get a bit more inspiration, or maybe they even get something from at least the attempt to quiet their mind so much that it would maybe disappear on the other side. But this is essentially my point. It has to be gone completely. There's no return from Mononosh. If you're thinking that yeah, there's a return okay. from Mononosh, you don't have the idea. <laughs> Did Baba want people to get to Mononosh? Yes. What a fucking dick. You misunderstand what it is still, Kyle, because this is what I will say, sir. And it's a greatly misunderstood point within all spiritual lore. And here's why it's difficult, and here's why Buddha didn't even tell you about what comes afterwards. You know what Buddha was all about? He's calling it nirvana. He didn't call it mononosh. It's the same thing. It's complete and total blissed out, utter peace of nothingness. Nirvana is total calm, centered peace, nothingness, right? When you attain nirvana, what is it? Here we are now, in a I'm a lotto, a mosquito. 
my libido. Hey! Are those the real lyrics? Are you making that up or are those the real lyrics? Those are pretty much it. Dude, those are bomb lyrics. He wrote from a place My libido! Natural mind. I eat gelato! <laughs> Complete just like opening up to not thinking. I would think he almost wrote from a state of mononosh, which I would think is natural mind, where you're trying to get to a place where it's not you getting in the way of your thoughts. But how did Baba want people to get to Mononosh? He wanted the total Mononosh, which is this same Nirvana that Buddha was sending out. And it's this, that our karma completely equalizes. And it not only equalizes for a moment where you're passing through the sine wave. Oh, your karma equalizes. Right, because we're oh, always going through it. the sine dig wave, it, right? Dig it, Every single night. Mega ripple, anti It's not like we're ever wave. very you're far. You're always going through it. We're never far from Mononosh. Yeah, we're never far yeah. from the zero point technology, which feeds oh, all the creation never far and solves every it's problem. All wave, and so you and manifest everything state. that gives us all the things that God ever wanted us to have. That gives us all the things that we were keeping from ourselves because we weren't ready to enjoy them yet. Wait, how are we keeping it from ourselves? <laughs> we're just keeping the... I, uh, I, I'm riffing on something hard right now. Do you mind if I ramp with it? Yeah, I'm just trying to understand as you I'm go. I'm ramping from five to six to seven right now. I'm just right trying now. to understand as you go, Because man. there's two Who's points. keeping it from us? There's, there's a point that I haven't been touching on much, and it's cultivation. And there's a point that's not on my list, which is latency. Latency is Ooh. storage. Ooh. Things Ooh. store, and then they ferment like the hooch. And they get yeah. better. Yeah. They take yeah. on new life because like they've that. been waiting. I feel that. I feel that. And as I cultivate, I realize that something very important in the cultivation process has to do with how we store things. How we yeah. pick things up. How we and you're fat, put them somewhere. You how store we store them. And you're fat. They get cultivated. They get primed. They get... Um, uh, like, uh, subconscious storage. Yeah, but like when you're making cannabis, you know, and you like drying it out, what's the word for that? It's like curing, curing it. It's been cured perfectly, right? When it's at that point where it's perfect to enjoy because if you waited any longer, it wouldn't be quite as good. But if you had enjoyed it earlier, it wouldn't be quite as good. Like, this is the best. It's a different twist it. on the prime of beauty. If this is the way that we're living life, where we're focused on maximum enjoyment, maximum heavenly state on earth, we're creating Eden inside of our body, Ooh, not okay. for our own greedy existence, but because we love God so much and we know that he's in every shrapnel of being. Oh, so you must so we want to create his home. We, I want to create God's home in every atom of my being. And in order to invite Ooh. him in, like I'm creating artist. heaven inside of my body. Are you? I'm trying. Is that how Baba said to get to Mononosh? No, this is my, that, what I just said is my own little paragraph spiel. I feel something that uh, Jedediah told me some time ago. Actually, it was something that I riffed like just lucidly to him. And he saw, I saw this light in his eyes and I realized that it was a real thing and not just some passing whim of mine. And it was this, that I'm now tuning my role. And when I say tuning my role, I mean living in the lap of utter luxury as much as possible. How? Mm, Total yeah. fine tuning of my own comfort. Every single day I try to do yeah, something to yeah, increase my yeah. comfort, to increase my role, I to see, maximize you you what is 16 it? feet of number feet of two bar filled with your comfort. To maximize number two, I'm staying primed. By the way, could we get any fire? Now, biological waves and cultivation. I want to maximize all those things. So there's a way to do all of that. There's a... Now, biological waves and cultivation. 
I want to maximize all those things. So there's a way to do all of that. There's a rhythm to consume the things that we have stored, the things that we've cultivated from nature that are now in our collection, in our inventory, oh, yeah, the yeah. things that we have. The squirrel harvests the nuts in the winter. Do we time. want them now or do we want to change their shape? Do we want to upcycle it into a pie before we eat the squash? Yeah, curated beef. Would we need to get do of we, your own innards? Do we have sugar? Would we need to get some? Would the squash be better if it waited for a month while we waited for the sugar to manifest? Are you, I see you doing this with your items and your baskets and what you keep in your baskets. Do you see how wide I've spread? A 16-foot bar filled with your items. Have I not spread as wide as I possibly can right now? I'm wondering, are you curating it inside of yourself too? Curious to hear more, sir. Tell me more. What do you mean? Uh, things that are ripening or that you're hanging out on the vine to get aged in the sun or you're pickling and you're adding some salt to. Are you doing this like to the, you? Like the orange hooch. Yeah, like the orange juice. What is the orange hooch inside of your intestine? What is the orange hooch inside of your heart? What is the... Like, what, what is... is the, like, how is my body and my blood and my DNA and my brain going through metamorphosis with all this? Or, like, what are you cultivating inside of your, in yourself for ultimate luxury? Okay, well, this is And what is are you thing. harvesting, too? What Perfect. are you saying, like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to gather that yet. I'm going to let that let marinate. That, let yeah, that marinate. sadness stew. Yeah. And then I'll grab that later grab for this melody. Later. Perfect. Thank you for the clarification of your question. What I'm trying to cultivate is everything that my body seems drawn to as I take small scientific samples of the world around me. So I'm walking through my garden. I see an herb that, that, I, that I don't recognize. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not familiar with that. Maybe say my internet's not working, so I don't have like the you know nautical eye app where I can just like dial oh, it in that app is so and dope. it tells me if it's poison or not. Yeah. Say I don't have that that day. Um, I would just like take You're a taking little samples. Yeah, I would it. take a small sample of it. And then I would try this. If I was uncertain about it or if I had the time and energy, if I really cared, I might even fast for a day. If I was like, say I was ahead of my cultivation cycle, I'm not starving. I have all the food that I want. I'm living in the lap of luxury. I have my food stores. Everything is prime. I love fasting. It sounds risky a little bit, but I'm wondering. Oh, it's only risky if you're not cultivating. You're taking, well. but like, it's, what fast, emotionally are you cultivating? Fasting would be quite risky. If, is that what you're saying? That fasting would be risky? I mean, it'd be what, risky what be just risky? be nibbling things that you don't know if they're poisonous. Okay, I mean, true. I kind of follow how you're but doing it. Not but that's if not you just have like a ultimate. half a leaf. Yeah, that's it's what, not dangerous. That's what I'm saying. It's a little bit renegade. It's a little bit like uh, yeah, because you're like balls on the table. Because as as much as you're wearing your oak star hat, and I know that you do psychedelics, you're not as renegade as you think. Why? Because you're probably pretty afraid to drive over the double yellow line, aren't you? I mean, I don't. I have a pretty good. If there's no passing lane, of, I'm, I have you a pass? pretty good aware of my renegadeness. What does that mean? Like, I know my limits and my lines. Okay. That is something that's definitely I think you could have, cultivated. I dare say you could expand them. I think you could be more of a renegade. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, to be more of a renegade is what anything people could do. It's always you're just assessing your risk and your reward. How do I start with something easier and be more of a renegade with my heart? How do I be more of a renegade with my ideas? Don't buy alcohol anymore. Just pick fruit and make your own alcohol Ooh, for free. That's cool. That's cool. Renegade tip number one. Free alcohol growing on every tree in California. Yeah. How do I be more renegade with my creativity? How do I... Utter fearlessness. I say the reason you didn't want to make fire was based in some 
fear of some kind. I don't know exactly what it was. I'm guessing that because we're on your parents' property and because that is so foundational to your basic existence as a human, probably had to do with your parents being afraid of your parents. So that's why you're a sucker. And that's why I'm trying to help you become fearless of everyone and everything. Despite where you live or where you are, you have to do everything that feels right to cultivate at the primest at all times. Because what I've found in my cultivation practice is I'm digging deep into my internal cultivation. I want to answer your question. We kind of got sidetracked from it. Do you mind if I root around back to it? Well, you're, just, you're saying if you exist in fearlessness, then you will be more able to be creative. I think so. Okay. Okay. You asked me how am I cultivating it in my body? What do I choose to put in my body? Cultivation, I think, is partly... No, 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 no. Not what are you cultivating in your... In not, my body. Not what are you eating and what are you doing, but I'm saying what are just the storehouses of memories, of emotions? What are like the kind of thoughts? What are the things that are non-physical that you're uh, cultivating and curating? Uh, those things are not that easy to answer or put into words, sir. Um, you didn't get a fire because I wasn't going to fucking make you a fire, dude. There's a yeah, fire pit. The there's wood. Bitch. I just didn't want to do it. Ego, bitch. No, fuck you. No, you don't want to do You just tiny, poke you, around you looking want, for something that you can start to rub somebody's ego. Because you true. like these moments. You're like a vampire for somebody I'm coming a vampire. at you. You're a vampire for people's energy of being conflict. You're looking for edges so you can rub against them because the fire that you want is not a fire from wood burning. The fire that you want is the ego burning. You want to find people's edges and just get that thing on fire because you like that energy. You know why I'm only half listening? I also think, too, that you're just cold because you are kind of, like, worn out and so you need fire. But me, my friend, I'm on the other side of my cycle. I'm out there in the hose, mm. almost naked, mm. in the moonlight, mm. getting covered in hose water before oh. we do this. Hey, when you visited me in Minnesota, what did I do? What did you see me do? Fucking be a boss with a tractor making a, <laughs> a pond. <laughs> did you ever see me get into the ice water naked? Did you see the ice water that I had hacked out with a chainsaw so that I had my little nook that I could like get in the water under the ice? No, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that's I what I was doing. Summertime. I didn't see the, the ice. You know what I learned about that? I learned what cold is. You know what cold is? What is cold? Mononosh. Whoa. Whoa. Cold is the inverse of any type of life or movement or creativity. Cold is death. Cold is sapping everything that you've cultivated. You mm. are giving all of your life force to the ocean when you go into it. That's not actually how it works. Yes, it is. <laughs> the the cell... Your, it, the engines in your cell, they are worked in an, also, in an opposite sine wave. Your mitochondria get strength from the hardship of cold. Your body is designed to get stronger through cold. Intermittently, when we cultivate it in rhythms, and when it's time to cultivate it, true. Guess yep. what I knew the other day? That despite my broly friend from high school coming, and despite a little bit of pressure because there was two of my broly friends who were at their wave to hit the ocean... I knew it was not the time for my wave and that I would not be at my primest. There's no pressure. If you I... look cool against your rock with all your luxury items. Okay, hit it back too. like five minutes on the recording and tell me if you're pressuring me about how I'm not healthy because I don't want to get cold. Well, I do see you that you're in a weaker state than you normally are. No, that's not true. Yes, you are. Did I not call you this morning at like 8.40 and be like, Hey, bro, you want to roll in the ocean today? Now I'm ready. 
you you would be the most expert at your, uh, you want to get in the creek right now naked at your health state. do you want to get in the creek right now down? on your podcast naked do you feel that you're do you want to dip your balls into the san lorenzo sir because i'm ready to get cold now i don't need to get cold but I would totally get cold now. I just didn't want to get cold yesterday at 5 o'clock. Or whatever that one was for me for doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't fuck with me and insult me on your podcast. Because you're going to sound like a dick to all your listeners. You don't like being challenged. Especially when it comes to personal things of how you're doing. You should cut back on the recording and we'll get back on track. Right now we're just butting heads. I pointed it out to you a while, but you never stopped doing it. Now we just sound like dicks. Okay, let's stop ramming. You hit it back. Where are we? We're in Mononosh and how you can find Mononosh underneath the lake because it's cold. Mononosh yeah. is the opposite of life. Cold is death. You think that it's making your mitochondria stronger? No. Do some jumping jacks. That's what's making your mitochondria stronger. You don't need a cold ocean to take your chi from you. When you have plenty of chi cultivated and you're all warm and it's ready to dip into the opposite of that type of a chi, which, by the way, is the other type. It's yin chi and yang chi. It's like life force warm energy chi versus death cold negative void chi. So when you need to cultivate some of that, which we do need to do, go into the ocean and die a little bit. I'm not telling you not to do that, but you have to understand your own personal sine wave. This is point four, biological waves. Know when it's time to go into the ocean and when it's time to not. Know when it's time to take a small rip and when it's time to take a huge bong. Know when it's time to drink a gallon of alcohol versus a time to drink one sip. No one is time to drink one sip and then two sips and then five sips and then a drink and then two drinks and then a gallon. Or so no, or sir, on my five, no one it's time to drink a gallon of alcohol to your head and get really drunk one night and then the next night drink three drinks instead of a whole gallon and then the following night drink one drink and then Next week, drink one sip and ramp it down instead of ramping it up. Because sometimes you, you need to ramp your biological waves up. Sometimes you need to ramp them down. How sometimes do you judge the equation, like what is the the kind of like the goal of having everything in check in like the right amount. That's what spend? I'm saying. Like what is the okay? Where you where do you get into in the way? Most embarrassing or is it just thing. Just adjusting the. Ride I don't have this for written, the best way. I don't have this written on my list. But you want to know the single tool that is upped. The answer to that question, how do I choose how to tune my wave? Like in the sense of what would be the goal of it. Taoist like cultivation to game. To? Fibonacci sequences, riding on each other, next to each other, creating harmonies and disharmonies. Creating Use the Fibonacci sequence to know how much to drink? Fibonacci sequence combined with the Taoist cultivation game. Immortal Taoists downloaded on the so app store. So you use a video game in the Fibonacci sequence to keep the appropriate portions of how much I don't to understand it. how much to drink. I feel so embarrassed to admit <laughs> yeah, that dude, this video like, game... Fucking explain this philosophy. Explain this... Explain this equation that you're running by and tell me what it equals. I want to know the equation and, not and that what simple. it equals. Not that simple. You want some answer. I don't have a simple answer for you. I have, a, I have a picture I can paint of what it feels like to be me now. And you can try to replicate that in your heart if you want to. Well, I would think the equation that would be the most prime is the thing that leads you to the most primest state over Yes and time. no. But it's also like a dance between yourself. Because it's what feels right in your body you and what you intelligently you know to be true. Like feel it out. Did you hear what I said? 
you got to intelligently know what it is to be true. What's as like well as to do body. that dance in your body of what feels good and feels right and your intuition is guiding you. you so you're both of those things now? are going. Hmm? Do you feel you're pretty good at it now? Yeah. It's a dance between two sides of yourself because what do we have ultimately? We have two hemispheres. We have two cells. It's yeah. called left side, right side. The left hemisphere is quite logical and very safe. Yeah. The right hemisphere, which most of us have thoroughly turned off in America, is quite creative and rather unconcerned and sees everything as one big montage. Oh, so you're not even going anywhere. So you're we just have montaging those two. And just Once we get balanced between those spot. two, then we almost start to live as a non-dualist. If we serve, if we can circumvent the left and the right side of ourselves, which are always fighting with each other. Yeah, yeah. And usually the left side wins in America. Yeah. If Makes we can, if we can get over that and then maybe we get on to where we're like living in that Trinity zone that those like really rare, rare, true Christians who are just so in love with Christ that like Christ is always at the center of their being and therefore the angel on their shoulder, the good one, the bad one, don't have that much sway because they always check in with Jesus after those two dudes have had their say. So okay. few people are living in Trinity land. I would call those true Christians, which again is rare because most Christians are still just listening to the white angel as yeah. best they can. You gotta be and they, balanced. And furthermore, those quote unquote true Christians take their ipse dixit and bash the red angel over its head as frequently as they can to shut it the fuck up so they never have to listen to what sounds wrong in their morality well, and therefore the change Christian their brain. listens to a balance of the angel and the devil? A true Christian does this, sir. A true Christian gets tempted by the red angel, yes. counters it by the white angel, and then listens to Jesus and does exactly what Jesus says while they're in a state of mononosh. He's saying this while he's holding his hoot, my, hoot, my hoot nipple nipple. bottle with one hand and the metronome with the other hand. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, I can't say that I'm perfect at this, by any means. I'm not saying that I'm getting anywhere near that. But I do believe that if we live in a state where, we're, where we have a belief in momentary perfection, where it can be like, okay, this could be the perfect day, or this could be the perfect moment even. I'm going to prime tune this moment so that I can at least have that complete like bliss type surrender joy not just the like ah i feel okay uh maybe time stopped for five seconds so i took a breath and i felt satisfied i had that first puff of my cigarette ah satisfaction not just that level i'm talking about fucking blissed out right that moment where we have complete surrender absolute total surrender within ourselves that melts us to near tears in joy because we know that this is the perfect moment you're getting that multiple times a day? I'm getting that multiple times a day. I'm oh. at the roll, Kyle, where <laughs> almost radical. every day is the best day of my life because it's better than the day before it. Is it? Yeah. Dude, that's fantastic. I've been doing that for like a week. This is a good week. I don't expect it to continue forever. I'm on the explosion right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so yeah. I'm just trying, and I'm not trying to preach from the mountaintop. I'm trying to preach from You're the center of the explosion. explosion. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm blowing up right now, and I'm <laughs> glad that you're recording it, and I don't mind that I'm rolling hard right now. You, I'm definitely rolling hard in my cultivation, as you, as you frequently call out when I pull on my nipple. Um, and you haven't been mentioning this, but all the other things I'm doing too, frankly. And oh, cultivation being like substances being ingested. Okay, but it's also food, because did you see how hard I was hitting all of my like 
chips and things that I and chocolate and like the other things that I I saw you eating donuts the other day. I was like, dude, when does that do we eat donuts? Yeah, you know why that's I a move that. that I do. <sighs> that's a move that you do that you guilt yourself for apparently. Like that's not a prime move that you do. Oh, I don't guilt myself. I just I fucking love donuts, but I know where it is in my cycle is that I'm trying to build up a internal chi that comes from like sadness. Donuts are like my sadness evaluator. They're the things that immediately will pick up my adrenal glands. If I've been burning my glands, mm. a donut can come in and if my glands are out, they'll make me start to feel kind of nervous and anxious and glands and it'll give them something to suck on. And then it will make me come into a neutral state. And then I can start looking around and get my bearings. But overall, it weakens me. And mm. continually in the cycle, I'll get weaker and weaker to a point that I start to hit some sort of bottom. <coughs> but once you get to a bottom part, then you get to a spot that something else can flow. Then you've got some rivers coming through. You've got some galactic Mars rain hipping. Dude, don't you actually have a gallon of milk? How did I not notice that before? No, he's a gallon of milk. It's because I had it hidden behind the pillar. He had it hidden behind the pillar. Behind the ostrich. On this side of the zebra. Oh! This is uh, one of two gallons that I have with me today. Awesome. I've been drinking a lot of milk. Milk is one of the main things I've been cultivating. Talking about the specific things, what have I been putting in my body? <clears throat> I'm not interested in that. I, no, I'm no. interested you're not. In okay, your, I'm like, just, you're not interested. In, in what's happening in Are your you psyche. interested in me cultivating this, sir? Because I saw this and <laughs> I wanted to cultivate it. You can't have that. No, you cannot have Dude, that. Dude, this is the bombest clipper that I've ever seen. Where can I get one of these? It's a pretty good clipper. That one's gotten a little bit worse. A ratchet out. clipper. You have to clip it like four or five times and then it works itself down slowly so yeah. that eventually it breaks through you may have to do a bit of a rhythmic pumping action but you know you'd rather do one-fifth of the work five times than have to hit that one so hard in order to get it to break through You're that wizard of algebra what do you want to be pruning so many things you got a lot to prune manzanita dead manzanita oh that's right manzanita, manzanita house Manzanita house coming to fruition yeah 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 um, Are you sleeping in the Manzanita house? How's I have that? been sleeping in the Manzanita house. Yeah, tell people uh, about dude, what it's I like your first part week sleeping happens. in the Manzanita house. Really nice, man. Yeah. Super nice. So you're kind of outdoors, but you're not outdoors. True. You're no in walls. a hillside that you've I got a roof. made a roof on. I got a nice like bed kind of a thing. With it's in a Manzanita grove, which it's is why a, it's called the Manzanita it's house. It's on like a 30 to 45 degree hillside, but it's like carved into it, cut out with the shovel. Flat spaces cut into a 30 to 45 degree slope to make a shovel down into the hill. When I first saw it and he asked for help putting cardboard for the initial roof, I, it, I said I could not help until I said a safety lecture that I think this is a bad idea because it seems to me you're going to get buried alive. Mm. But he said, no, don't worry about it. Uh, you know, the safety features, I would say that the roof is still not done, sir, since that day that we've discussed. And it's not done for this reason. It's not ready for me to walk out on it. You're gonna, oh, be able to walk on the roof. You gotta walk on the roof and like, not necessarily jump up and down on it like all day long, but you gotta have that sort of where you can like get on there, maybe even on all fours. I'm not saying you can like tromp out just one foot at a time, but you gotta crawl out onto it and go like, Wah, and like shake it about and move all your, you know, so it's whatever. Like a tortoise shell. Yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's once you get to where you're something like, sturdy. Ah, I'm twerking this as hard as I can with my human body and it's holding. I'm gonna throw several feet of dirt onto it. Then I'm gonna walk out. Once the dirt's on it, then I am just gonna walk out on my two feet. Then I am just gonna jump up and down. 
Once it's holding you and I- You wanna be able to grow plants and dance on your roof. I don't know if I'll dance on it, but that would be the prime role. This roof is being put together pretty quickly and pretty cheaply. Ultimately, I'd like to know questions asked dance on the roof. I don't know if I'm dancing on this one, but the thing is it's already gonna have like three feet of dirt on it. So there's literally nothing above it to landslide after I'm done anyway. It's gonna be designed. Oh, I didn't think the roof is gonna collapse on you. I think that the hillside itself is uh, gonna fall out underneath. You're in, like you're carved into I a I can hill. see like the sort of floor, so to speak, of my shack thing kind of like, like if the whole hill that's around me because of what I've done cutting in makes the whole hill in unstable, I, I can see the whole hill just kind of walls, sliding like away the fourth wall and that therefore this, over. this roof with the three feet of dirt above me that I'm describing would then just cave in and I'd be in all that. I understand what you're saying. The last mud house that Mononosh. he was making. Yeah, you would enter Mononosh. He, uh, right where, like, hit a cob party and set up the cob perimeter of the house. And then there was what to be the bedroom where the bed was. And in some sort of what I thought was a sign from some sort of God, yeah. a redwood limb yep. fell from the sky yep. and pierced right through what right. would be his sleeping right body. Right where like, the pillow would be. Right where the head would be. Yeah. Yeah. And what did I say to you about that? I, I don't know if you took it as a good sign or a bad sign. What I had said was, I'm a bit nervous about this. I think this is a bad omen. Okay. What ended up happening with that project? It didn't come to fruition. It was not meant to happen. That's still sitting there half complete and it was never meant to be. Are you reading any omens else in your life? You got any omens? Oh. Oh. I don't know how loud I can be right now. Are you reading omens? I'm reading them right now. This one says it's organic. That gives me a good omen. Oh, Clover like milk. labels on things. Yeah, that's a good omen. Uh, you can't always trust that, though, because this says peace tea, but I don't think I'm actually supporting any kind of peace by buying this tea. <laughs> peace of mind. As the chemicals come in, they can stabilize your mind. Sometimes Mononosh is just feeling neutral in your mind and not feeling any kind of anguish. I love that you're having your best week of your entire life. I mean, most people don't ever get that and that you're getting that day after day well, after And that day. we shouldn't be afraid to let that feeling come in again because we should get that multiple times in our lives. It's not like, oh, I was the primest of my biology when I was in high school. That was when I was the youngest and the healthiest and having the best sex or wishing that I was having sex but not old enough or whatever it was at that time for you or me or whatever. You know, because, like, that is the truth. Like, our biology was pretty hot to trot when we're 18. That's just what's going on. It's, uh, and our sex drive, too, probably most of us. In, I didn't have in sex terms till of I was reality. 24. Huh? I didn't have sex till I was 24. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. I think I was 19 or 22 or something. Twenty, I don't, Something in that range. I don't remember when I lost my virginity right now. But it's not my point about when we lose our virginity. My point is that there's a certain prime of life that many people look back on and go, well... I'm never going to be there again, peak, therefore I'm never going to have my, my best peak. day again. I'm yeah. never going to have the best day of my life. I already had my wedding day. That was the best day of my life. That's I'm never going to have another one. Thinking. I doubt a lot of people think that way. I think everybody thinks that way, but they don't even know they're thinking that way. And no it's way. not that I'm saying you should try to have the best day, but if you're living in focus of perfection, again, why would I want so intently to be focused on my own internal perfection of experience right. you're doing this creating this equilibrium to create a home for your god yes wow so and as you become the best happiest 
intoxicated. God wants to be in the people who are the stoked out the most. The people who are having the best day on the whole planet. That's where God wants to be. I'm not saying that he's not (laughs) any more or less with the person who's having the worst day. He's totally with that person. And he's also still with every single pebble on Mars in that wave that hasn't moved for a billion years. But nevertheless, I have my own certain method that I use to create an open space in my heart where Baba can be, despite the fact that I'm drinking a tall glass of wine. Oh, yes. It's the open space. I do that with the donuts. It was the same kind of Ah, I do that with the donuts. (laughs) Tell me more. uh, Brilliant. Tell me more, sir. Well, to create that open space, I use donuts. People call it medicating yourself. It's when you have feel... For me, it's when I feel the chemicals in. in my head going into a direction I don't want it to go. Line I know in. that these things will help me get to where I want to be, to like kind of a, a neutral I, place. Can I elaborate on my donut roll the other day? Yeah. What happened with my donut cultivation? Yeah. Yes, dude. Let me settle down closer here. How's our timing? Checking in. Checking in. Mm-hmm. Oh. 8.15. I got to be going... Uh, 8.15 right now? Yeah, it's 8.15. You got to be at the library for what? I got to be at the library. That's partly... That's partly... Uh, that, going back to your fire question. Yeah. It was because I was overwhelmed. First that you were arrival. Fire question? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't think that you were arriving. I know, and I, know. I get kind of like... I got a lot of things it's, to it's do. It's so and too I late get to, to talk about this. Now it's no point... One is lit. One is off the list. Now we're talking about leaving. Why are we still talking about one? One was worth talking about for the first five minutes. We would have made a fire within the first ten. Now one is gone. One is mononosh. One I'm is saying over. what I learned from that is it's good to be flexible and be able to roll. It's good to be able to roll, especially if you're rolling into elements. Mm. So mm-hmm. it's good to be able to assess a scene and be able to transition into another scene. That is why I wanted to massage that point. If I am able to then If there was any kind of truth that I could get through the uncomfortable rub of of biological orgasmic waves of understanding in our brains, violating our sense of truth and what is right in that moment for us, giving into servitude through the mononosh of the ego, that part of us that says, I don't want to serve this person because I'm afraid or I'm concerned or I'm worried or it sounds hard or I'm lazy or any other thing, break that part down and eliminate it into dust. So you're saying I should be more generous. Everything should be giving in generosity. If it's right for us, I'm not saying give what's not right for you. Well, it wasn't right for me then. No, it wasn't right for you, but it wasn't right for you for the wrong reasons. Okay. It wasn't right for you because you were afraid of something. If it was wrong... You keep saying I wasn't afraid of anything. I think you were. No, I wasn't. Yeah, I think it was based in some kind of a concern. No, I didn't want to... I had too many things going on, and I didn't want to add another thing to that going and starting up the fire pit. It's not a role that I'm then making fire all the time. You just described a concern. Is that being scared of something? Mm, Rootedly, it is, because it's like, uh, if I add too many multitasking things, plus one of them is fire, therefore... I'd have to be really focused on that because fire is a bit dangerous. See how it's fear-rooted? But that's also reality. Yes. And I was just like, I didn't want that. Okay, reality is that we have to deal with fears, but I'm, my point is that that wasn't a very realistic fear because the reality was this. Your friend who totally knows about fire was coming to you and maybe I didn't say it this clearly, but hey, 
I know we're in your space, but I'll be responsible for the fire. Can you get the tools set up for me? And what you said was, no, it sounds like too much to get some dry wood for you and give you a barbecue pit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what you, you gotta, said. You, you got me two boxes of records that you would give to me to take home, but you would not give me any dry wood to burn. Yeah, I, dude, once I got to the records, I was like, okay, I got you record and hand oh, sanitizer. Dude, first of all... That was... And then the third maybe, one would be too you know, much. Your point about, your point about <laughs> me, like, coming into this, in, hitting it harder and harder and harder. Two Can I say records, that you served me very, very well? You did all those things. Prepare you, to be like, all right, way. let's fucking You're roll right. into this You podcast. gave way through the wave of Metendorf coming in. I was almost naked covering myself Two, you gave way. Three, you gave way. I was in the opposite Four, you gave way. And then I hit hit you with five at that point let's say which was fire and you were like sean shut the fuck up and let's do some podcasting in a little bit so it's cool dude it's, it's everybody hits their limit i was trying to hit you to seven or eleven okay okay you get so mad about it though it, no i don't get mad me, though i'm saying how i feel uh, okay Your but there's a difference that you between... express are larger Ooh. and more aggressive than the average person so as i receive them because I'm, it's rather new in interacting with you in this way. As I receive them, it feels to me as if you're getting mad in what I would perceive as being like, hey, fucking make a fire or something. And so it's just like, okay, like, you're saying like, why aren't you serving me? I see your action or inaction as a form of violence. Because I'm communicating something which seems clear and totally nonviolent with my voice. But I'm not manifesting it, the action that I want to see, and so it looks like a violent sort of a response. When somebody is saying no, it's violent? Yeah, it's like a defense. A, it's like when you're defending, it's like a block, right? It's not like it's a block to have the door locked, but it is sort of an inverted sort of a violence. It's the anti-dune of the violence. Dude, that's some fucked up wiring. A locked dude. door. That is, is some fucked up wiring violent. is going to lead to some interfacing with folks that will cause some Wait, interesting what is? situations. <laughs> what is it? Say that again? That is some fucked up wiring. What is? What is? That when you request something of them and they say no, you feel that it is violence to you. Uh. And then because it is violence to you, you increase your volume and do what most people perceive to be anger. And I'm trying to understand that you're not angry. This is just your emotional role that you're at. I'm trying to verbally match their physical violence with just a greater yes. level of verbal <laughs> authority. And their their physical violence is them just saying no. That's it's what I'm not, saying. That's not doing the thing. Not All doing I'm asking what you is wanted. a very simple favor, which not is not very yeah, not doing what I wanted, which seems very reasonable to me. I see no reason You're not to do it. You're such a slave master in your past life. I was. You I, like I see it now. You I know. in the whip, dude. You raising the rats. This and is the scarier thing. It's not only like, did I see that I was a slave driver. Then I got through the whole guilt of realizing I know, that I was a slave part that driver. Me out, is you kind of like it and then I've gotten full circle now. to the point where now I'm just like, oh, well, I know those skills. It's natural to do that. It's acceptable to do that if and you have those skills. I am skills. adjusting to you doing that. Yeah. And so now I'm realizing, oh, if you're hanging out with Minotaur, and you most have to Americans say, don't want that or like that, fuck off. No. That's what you got to yeah, say. Yeah, you can say that to me at any point now. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what, like, you have to be able to do hey, that. Hey, by the way, he will we should all fuck off, because what are you doing at the library? I have to find the card catalog that has the phone numbers, because somebody wants the tables, and they have to be told that they can't, and I have to why, leave Why it. is it, like, a timed appointment? 
because I got to get there before nine because I'm getting to Santa Cruz at nine because 4.30 in the morning tomorrow, I'm driving up to Half Moon Bay for the Maverick Swell so that Audrey can get on her boat and take photos and I'm uh, going to get some of the peripheral side waves. That sounds super fun. Could I roll up there at 4.30 if I wanted to? Yeah, you can drive up there. Yeah, totally. Hot shit, dude. What's going on with that at Mavericks? You're rolling all the way up to Mavericks at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audrey charters boats and brings surfers out and then uh, takes photos and stuff. So she's like... I got to pee. Can we reconvene for five more before we were, like, leaving? Because you got to go pretty soon, right? Yeah. Well, no, let's start packing up. I mean, let's... let's yeah, it. slowly pack. I got to... Wrap pee. it up from with your stream. <laughs> My stream of pee? Yeah, your stream of consciousness, your stream of pee. I forgot to go back to our... We got to finish out our diagram. <laughs> I think we did it. The next part was to see how they were interconnected. I feel that we ex explored how they were interconnected. The next part was to see what we've been doing in our science. I felt like you kind of covered that with your uh, balance. Equilibrium. Round it out though. If we're gonna do another five minutes, we need to hit it on the science note with the experiments. How am I scientifically cultivating that this is actually? I'm gonna keep it rolling as you're packing up. I gotta go. I'm really gonna get my math wrong. Uh, Tannin. Not very good right now. My math is come off, dude. The thing I like the least is people speeding on the road because they're late. I love people who are like, oh, okay, it takes people 30 minutes to drive here, therefore I will give myself an hour to drive there. Why would I do that? Because I can't, I'm not gonna, go I'm, I'm not gonna leave until you leave too. So you gotta leave, you gotta I'm hurry leaving up with too. you, I'm packing up. I like it. I'm packing, I'll pack quicker than you think based on my spread on the table. <laughs> Let's see about this. All right, I'm gonna go pull my car. All right. But it's rolling. Do you want me to just like round out as you're kind of getting your car? Should I round out the thoughts of yeah, mine? Yeah, please. Yeah, please. Just this is I will, the and I'll make point music, of how you're incorporating Leave it rolling, edit out what you don't want. Oh, I love it. Jedediah, thank you for the welcome invite to do so. Oh, can you hit that as you're walking away? As loud as you can, sir. If you don't mind me asking you for slavery. louder as you walk away. Except not really, because I just poured one. Oh, but I have this shale on the table with the two or three hearts from my wife, and it says organic. Cluing me now and now that I need another sip of milk. Here at the ostrich bar, at the ostrich Flying plane, 
my Mises. You are so cute with your cute eyes like that. Let's hear what the Hooked On Phonics people have to say at level four. What is their level four? Take them out of the green box. When you're ready with the flashcards, they're the ones with the green board. You know, I don't have all these flashcards and stuff. What if I don't have this whole set? When am I going to learn something? I hope there's gold on this tape in the middle somewhere. You, you, cute. E, E, keep. I knew there was going to be some gold on this tape. Man, I did not expect there to be so much gold in a bunch of fermented orange juice, though. And I gotta say, when I was buying this bottle, when I was in San Jose, when I was dipping from DMV, because they kept telling me to go from this one to that one, I was in San Jose. Oh, you need to go to the commercial DMV in San Jose. From DMV to DMV, because they kept telling me to go from this one to that one. Okay, so I go to the San Jose. Oh, you need to go to the commercial DMV in San Jose. And then I wait in line. The San Jose DMV, huh? Yeah, the San Jose DMV. And I wait. Okay, and then I finally get to the counter. All the way up to the second line in the counter. The line at the DMV. And I wait and I wait, and then I finally get up to the counter. All the way up to the second line in the counter. Oh, you mean the Santa Teresa DMV, not this one. This is the San Jose DMV, not the San Jose DMV. The Santa Teresa DMV in San Jose, that one's the commercial one. I don't mean to rant, but this is my point. That between those two stops, I was driving along 10 miles on my little 2011 Think EV with a 24 kilowatt hour pack, and I have to get back eventually with all the things I was cultivating. And what am I cultivating? You know, I'm in Los Gatos. It's rich there. I'm cultivating, like, free toys on the side of the road. Big, like, golden lounge chairs with velvet upholstery. I almost cultivated a humongous Victorian glass shimmering doubled, double-paned door with wonderful... I just can't even describe the way that the glass would probably make rainbows on the greenhouse. But it was too heavy. That was too much. That was too much for my role to cultivate. But when I came back to that place, I realized that there was a like a half-sized pantry door with glass on it, mostly glass, kind of a nice frosted glass with a beautiful little picture of like a fruit basket type of a situation. Pantry. Perfect for our little food greenhouse. That one was lightweight. That one I could take. That ended up being the whole foundation for everything that was on the roof rack of the tiny little smart car-like EV that sounds like R2-D2 driving down as it primes its little air pump so that it has a little, you know, uh, compression for the brakes or whatever. Oh, the lights are getting turned off. Hey, Kyle. I mean, Jedediah, I've been podcasting harder than packing. i realizing that I should be packing harder than podcasting. Time to pack. Not podcast. I will. Got to get these crunchy peanuts, which I neglected to eat earlier, on top of my bag. All these other little different types of chips, which I got like five different types of chips. Instead of eating one chip bag, 
and eating all of it. I got five different kinds of chips, and I ate just a few chips out of each bag. Highly satisfying, and I'll probably have chips for the whole week. Or a Japan ball. Now, I wish I could put another tape in. Maybe I'll do that real quick. While I'm packing, Jedediah gave me five. Now I'm just pulling out the EDM because that's what I feel like at this hour. Those stickmen is also remarkably good. I want to hear that. I want to hear this. Got my tapes primed. Phonics back inside. We're going Sasha Digweed, Northern Exposure. so much gold in a bunch of fermented orange juice though. Wine and love. The Sufi master poets often compare love with wine. 
Wine is the most fitting figure for love because both intoxicate. But while wine causes self-forgetfulness, love leads to self-realization. So if the thing that you are cultivating seems to make you realize yourself more and more, then do it. But if you've forgotten something, do not be a lie. says organic cluing me now and now that I need another sip of milk Plus the epic bridge, which you get to visit twice over the course of the 19 minutes. Because it's all structured out, but it's also improvisational. It's slow, it's rolling, it's unfolding. It's being communicated amongst the musicians through sign language and paper on stage. And it's happening live with multiple layers of synthetics, like organics, every genre coming into play constantly with the reggae backbeat. Lots of herb and cannabis being smoked on stage. He's telling me this with a basket on his head, balancing like some sort of native carrying their goods, except the wig is now on top of the basket. So he seems like an alien with a hairstyle on top. And he just adjusted the headlamp. So it went from blinding bright. I've come with the epiphany of abduction to now just a clean red. And I can see his smile oh, and his sweet, his sweet in vogue gap tooth and strong eyebrows declaring what would be the cacophony of a fucking reggae band. As he considers the, the fact that he can't actually go into the hug that he wants to, he realizes he has to let Kyle take the lead in order to maybe make the podcast sound better while we're walking to our cars because we're late to get to the live show.
we're late to get to the library due to logistical tasks that only a library can be responsible for is what he said but i don't know if we can hear that i'm coming that way too so i'll lock it Now, biological waves and cultivation. I want to maximize all those things. So there's a way to do all of that. There's a rhythm to consume the things that we have stored, the things that we've cultivated from nature that are now in our collection and our inventory. Cluey me, now and now, that I need another sip of milk. Dude, I'm glad you rolled in strong. We're glad you had all your accompaniments, your accoutrements, and your accompaniment. Your 17 piece hey, band. Sir, I know that you're in a super hurry. Can we take two minutes and call my activity? Oh, absolutely not. No, no. All right, go. Do you want me to call him while I'm driving and say you're on, on your way? No, no. I want you to call him right now and see if he picks up. And then if he does say, hey, can I come over? Yes, no. Well, okay, that's bye. what I'm saying. I can call him while I'm driving. You're, on, you're, you're standing there recording, but you're not calling. <laughs> your hood's open. Oh, you're meant to have it open. Oh, my God. He's got a couch in the back of his car, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> to make you realize yourself more and more than do it. But if you've forgotten something, do not be a lie. Mononosh.